Welcome to Dirt On Your Podcast. That oh, was that too was loud. <laughs> that thing <laughs> shook me. What's up, guys? Welcome to my Minecraft Let's it's, Play. Yeah. It's yeah okay. Funny. Welcome to Dirt On That Podcast, episode 1.5. This time we are not with Craig, that stupid uh, time-traveling being, piece of shit. We are, yeah, also, fuck time travelers. And also, uh, Robbo's not here because he was a piece of shit. Um, we're here with James, maybe. Also a piece of shit. And someone, I don't know. The name's Jordan. Jordan, damn. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking, speaking oh, of time God. travel, speaking of time travel though, right, everyone's saying like, oh, I would go back in time and kill Hitler. Or like, people would concede that maybe it's not a good idea. To go back in time and kill Hitler. I would like to bring forth the idea that every single person who has invented time travel and tried to supersede that idea of killing Hitler has actually been killed by Hitler themselves. And that's why Hitler never died, because he's killed every time traveler that's tried to kill him. He actually knows that time travelers exist, and he's killed every single one. And uh, every he's, single like he's ready. He's... Because he knows he they exist. He might have even invented he time He probably travel. did. Because, <laughs> like, they were doing weird science shit mm. back in World War Two. Yeah. They were like... Inventing so much, they were working with brains, they were creating gaseous uh, technology, they were creating everything in the fucking kitchen sink, right? Who's to say that they didn't stumble upon like time, time changing orifices or like something to change time? And Hitler was just like, I shall kill everyone who comes back for me, and that's why he still uh, is lives alive on. right now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Bahamas with Tupac right now. But no, but he's, I, <laughs> but he's, yeah. he's he's really dead. Even but, uh, if he survived World War Two, yeah, he's dead now. Yes, he, yeah, he, he mean, is he clearly does. dead now. Yes, <laughs> he would be one hundred twenty-five or so years old. No. <laughs> as if, as if he um wasn't a bad enough person. Like not only did he destroy the lives of so many, but he also just had had like a weird incesty thing as yeah. well. Which is like, and then, and then his, and then she committed suicide as well. She because killed herself of his actions. Because of that, yeah. So like, not only was he accountable of all of the Jewish deaths, multi, like oh, an entire war practically, mm. but also he months. had a he had a weird incest fetish as yeah. well, which is like icing on the on the weird <laughs> fucked up World War Two cake. If only they bloody let him into art school. They yeah. liked his art. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like. You know what, kid? You can make it. And he just starts mm. crying. He's like, <laughs> and then, that would have ended the war. That would have ended so the war. But but like, what if that happened and Hitler went like the the war side of Hitler, fucking went back in time and like kicks his painting and he's like, you are nothing. And he just like <laughs> goes back away and Hitler just goes home. And he's like, I wonder what, I wonder who that was. <laughs> he's like he. He goes through his entire life, he gets elected, he's like going through the war, he looks in the mirror, and he's like, he realises he's wearing like the same thing as like what he was wearing the day that that fucking man came in and kicked his painting to the ground and said he was nothing. And then this scientist walks in on the room and it's like, Zer, we figured out the technology. It is everything you wanted And he just looks back And he's like It is destiny I must go through it And he like goes through And he fucking kicks his own painting And he creates a cycle And that's World War 2 That's actually in a nutshell. That's World War 2 Hitler might have Get killed Everything him. you've learned what if, what if Hitler killed himself To stop the war <laughs> Because he realised That it was a cycle Right Yeah he, he, couldn't, he couldn't be in the cycle Any longer It was driving him insane so he shot himself. I keep going back. I am self-aware. This is number four hundred. 
He still can't win the war after all those times. <laughs> no. He still fails. That's because um, the human soul is the most powerful thing of all. So turn <laughs> in that podcast... I'm just gonna try to segue oh, away. Oh, that's such a tangent. Oh my god. Uh, we we that's talk funny. about shit, so it's yeah. it's dirt. It's Welcome a, on a podcast. It's a lot of it's a lot of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. but it's great. That that's <clears throat> that's the whole point. But with one topic is time travel, apparently. So with time travel, the Nazis. Uh, we don't. We can't really follow up on E3 because Robo's not here because he's a piece of shit. So we're just gonna time just. Go on and talk about what Yeah, we're just like. going to spend some time and talk about time. Yeah. Time to time. Time, time to time. Time to time to talk about time travel. But are there any other topics of discussion? I, I don't know. No? <laughs> no? We are so ready. Every we, single person in this world... We just come up with shit on the spot. Exactly. Every single person in this world has a passion, something they could talk about for hours and hours on end, something that means something to them. For me, it's fucking Kanye West. Oh, fucking <laughs> <my> <laughs> that is a character no, study so of a man. That. that is, I like his music, but I don't resonate with his personality. But I also think it's so weird. He has such a duality towards him. You see, his new album is all about. Um, it's called Yay, and it's all about um, his bipolar disorder, and it completely justifies liking the Make America Great Again movement and liking Donald Trump, but also criticizing it in his previous work because he's, like, bipolar and he has, like, multifaceted ideas. And he's, like... It's it's half cop-out, half, like, fuck, should I respect this? And... No. No. No, no respect. No, no. <laughs> Don't respect it. Zero respect. That man has like made songs about falling in love with a porn star, aka like Kim K, because yeah. she's like the number one video on Pornhub, I think. Yes. I shouldn't say I think. Definitely. I definitely <laughs> don't. Like you don't. Like, yeah. Or, or you uh, could <laughs> just say you think, so we, we could not verify. I know. I go on Pornhub, I look <laughs> up most viewed, because I'm a sheep, and I want to jerk off to the most jerked off things on the internet. Usually the And like... Yeah, like, it's normally the best. Here's the weirdest thing. You're going to go and meet someone mm. in the Do street. Do you change the time as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all time. Like, the most. I go all time or yearly. If you, yeah, if you go Sometimes all I'm time. I'm tired of all time. <laughs> yeah, if you, go, if you go all time, then you just get Kim K's video, and you're like, ah, not this again. But, like, sometimes you go uh, monthly. Okay. But, to, like, you're going to meet someone in the street, right? Mm. Like, guy or girl. Doesn't really matter. But, like... Say it's a guy, right? Mm. Um, and you're going to, like, learn about them. You're going to find their interests. You might be friends with them. You might hang out with them again. And you're never going to talk about the fact that you both look up, like, the most viewed porn hub. That's and true. totally but jerked off to more the awareness. same thing. More awareness. <laughs> you, like, we've, we've, mm-hmm. most men have probably jerked off to the same videos, but we're just mm-hmm. never going to address it. We're just going to stay unbeknownst to this idea. I don't, think, I don't think I want that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, me, me, <laughs> When me, it's me, happening. You know, thing. <laughs> Anyone seen that video with, like, the sleepover? Oh, easy. Right? <laughs> Everyone knows that video. Actually, I love the fucking meme where, um, it's that, like, petite, young, like, oh, yeah. girl. It's, like, it's like five guys a row her. of, like, massive, massive uh, African-American dudes mm-hmm. just, like, towering above her. It's it's very funny. I love the captions towards it, too. Yeah. That's it's a, just funny because you just know what's going that's on. A, that's a timeless <laughs> meme. Uh, that'll live on forever. That's gonna, yeah. Unless they end memes. And uh, meme, yeah, actually, will memes ever end? Um, memes, memes existed, 
back mm. in like rage comic days, but they weren't like the memes we know today. But they've yeah. it depends on like, themselves. The next generation. I don't know. Pass the torch. <laughs> Pass the torch. <laughs> You're like, oh, the an- our ancestors gave us rage comics. And Everyone's going to look back at the, you know, early-ish 2000s and be like, oh, what happened? Fuck is this? Oh, they, they made memes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. They made a bunch of sh- special. shitty comedy. Yeah. They made a bunch of photos that just... Re- just That's our gen- no what, you, what even is our gen... Are we Gen Y or X or what are we We're, we're Gen... We're Gen... Well, because we're 1999. We're in a weird kind of... We're because there's one after. We're in the Twilight Zone. We're we're not the millennials. Millennials. Yeah. So we're whatever's after millennials. Millennials. Yeah. Yeah. We're after the. I'd rather just say that every time. It sounds like you're dropping down a beat. Which is why I hate when people go, "Oh, you know." Those goddamn millennials. Those goddamn yeah. millennials. It's because like those boots so pretty much fine. most people in the nineties have the same views, really. Yeah. So it's it kind of spans back. Yeah, I I I too really disrespect every single person I meet if they're not white and male. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love non millennial views, right? Mm. No, not to say that's for everyone, but here's my I, I guess semblance on me because right? you are. The epitome of a of a millennial. Yeah, oh, you yeah, dress like them. I dress you like act them. like them. You follow the trends. I do, follow and that's the not trends. offensive. No, to not you at because all. Because that is exactly. What I get you my do. fucking. I get my eyebrows done. I wear my nice shoes. I wear my nice pants. I make sure that I'm looking how Instagram wants me to look today. I'm very much a millennial, but I also have this really cool thing called respect and equality. <laughs> and, not SJWism. But, oh, thank gosh. But like, too, but yeah, you know, all the good things that come with being a millennial as well. Fuck, I'm never gonna buy a house, but <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> but be, you're gonna be living be, in this dungeon for. But I can make some pretty good memes. Um, but with memes, actually, they've they've kind of gone from a point where, um, they're very like self-aware and ironic and simple and like existential at this point mm. and I, I don't know if there's if you we can top it you know I don't like I think no. where we're at right now so we're like there's just I don't know if you guys have seen it I fucking love it though it's just a picture of like Mark Zuckerberg in office but he's got like Markiplier's head but it's like Lord Farquaad's shape of a face and it just that. has E it just has the letter E that's like yeah because that comes from Shrek doesn't it I think the E meme? The E meme. Yeah, yeah. it comes from but the like Prince that, and Shrek. Yeah, like... And the, I'm like, that is the epitome of, com- of comedy in our generation. An E. Like, that's Just it. a single <laughs> fucking letter. And, like, it blew oh. up the internet. And, like, there's so many... And it's like, there was, there was an actual article written, like, why is, millen- why is millennial humour so, like, weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, no like, sense. that, that oh. article itself got famous and became a meme. Like, mm. people took that meme... People took that article and then put like a H next to it, yeah. and like it became a fucking meme like in a, itself. Yeah, a like, meme in a meme. That's crazy. It's like it's so self-aware. It's like this organism that just doesn't fucking stop growing. Mm. But I feel like we're at a point in which it can't get any. Like we can have continuous jokes. Yeah. We can have like funny videos and everything, but like the actual state in which memes are in mm. can't get any higher than we are we're already like fucking self-aware we can yeah. simplify it down to like a like 
the only thing I can think of is that instead of images, it's just going to be like a letter E, mm. and that will be the comedy within itself. <laughs> That's the way or, we're going. Right or now. like, at the purest sense, it's just going to be like one single pixel on a screen, and we're just going to be like, <laughs> "That's the funniest shit That's I've ever seen." But yeah. we just keep we keep making it so bad. They'll just be like new Im- like new images and stuff, but yeah. the actual theme or whatever will stay the yeah. same. I miss that boy. Jesus Christ! Mm, I miss that boy. That boy, actually, did, no, that boy was alright. That boy did nothing wrong. That boy didn't get too oversaturated like mm. Harambe. That boy was just Oh, that like, other gorilla died. Coco. Coco. Coco, Coco. can do handsy. Yeah, and he could talk to people. Coco was like a better death. Better, a better... Better Harambe? A better Harambe, <laughs> yeah. But I think also, like, it was just... A, it was so talented, mm. I guess. I'm trying to think of the word, but... Gifted. Multi, yeah, gifted, multifaceted, because mm. it could literally like talk yeah. to humans with, know, it, crazy. with his hands. <laughs> oh, um. fuck. Coco is a blessing mm. to this earth and actually should get more recognition than what Harambe did. But Harambe yes, got, Harambe was just a gorilla. Harambe who got a, shot, a so it was a bit yeah, more, that's true. A bit more uh, shocking mm. than Coco's like departure into the next yes. life. <laughs> it wasn't like, there's a kid in there! <laughs> I still think they should have just they should have had the tranked him. Well, they should have tranked him. Or if they were to have the gun, would have made it would have made it better. <laughs> the gorilla would have been like, "Ah, oh, shit, it's but not I mean, going." Just keep the gun on the gorilla, yeah. and then if he does something, shoot him. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, we'll just kill the kid. Anyway. Um, probably kill not. the kill the parents. No, kill the just shoot on the whole zoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, they should have just tranked both of them. Just <laughs> just trank everyone. Yeah. Just Trank yourself. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> I don't want to go to work. <laughs> so, sorry, I couldn't come in today. I tranked myself. Fuck, <laughs> okay, man. That's a good reason. Get the day off. Sorry, I set through my alarm. I just tranked myself last night. <laughs> it's like the next level. It's like, huh, should I take an ambient tonight or should I like trank myself <laughs> instead? Oh, that's going to give me a worse hangover. I'll go with Trank and I dunk! Are there any other topics of discussion we'd like to, we'd like to bring into today? Okay, I'll have, I, uh, I, have, I have a brain. You have a brain. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm still functioning. No. When I think of it. Okay, so, James. I know Jordan might know, yeah. but... Did you know the Australian government has oh. put... Okay, so back in October, September, sometime around then... Saucy gossip. Uh, they... A, a, a media company called Juice Media. Yeah. They put out... They do, like, the honest yeah. government yeah. advertisement sort of things. The, and because they were using... At the time of the first video, they were mm. still using the Australian coat of arms. Yeah. So, but then they got told, hey, you little boys, you better change that coat of arms. Mm. So they changed it to Oz Alien, and they changed the emu head and the kangaroo head yeah. to a surveillance thing, and then put a pirate ship in the coat of arms and mm. put in clear letters, not a real logo. Yeah. That's their version of the Australian coat of arms. Mm. Take that Australian. But 
That's what you get for your shitty... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to parry you. But Australia is just like, yeah, we got to draft some law now. Mm. So they draft up law. And the like the Greens, they went through... It was in the Senate. And the Greens were just like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Some uh, Senator McKim, he's a Tasmanian senator. Yeah. He just roasted the Attorney General. Oh, he fucking went <laughs> at him. Because he was just like... Because yeah. yeah, the, the idea was like, oh... If I got this in my in my mailbox and mm. I didn't look at it properly enough, then I, I could confuse it with the coat of arms. And the the person fighting against the idea of changing, because yep. it's it's quite a silly change, is just like is just like, are you not gonna look at your mail? Like are you mm. not gonna like closely yeah, inspect your own fucking mail? Like, do you get your maid to do it or something mm. like just do it yourself like look at it put your glasses on or something yeah. and um i remember there was one really good part where um the person in defense for like keeping it the same way it is mm. um was just like i think this is more a testament to your eyesight which is like the <laughs> most which is which is just like the <laughs> most formal way of saying like take a closer look you fuckhead yeah. by the way just keep going <laughs> No. Should have gone to OPSM, right? <laughs> Sponsor me. Not <laughs> Bailey. Now, s- I'm not gonna finish that last one. Yeah. Also sponsored. We're, we're not. We're not sponsored by anything. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a come <laughs> um, We're sponsored by Jordan's hair. Jordan's hair. Jordan's hair. It's mm. light. It's fluffy. You can it's... get it everywhere. Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> That's nice. Every we should make a song from Jordan's hair. It grows so fucking quickly. I hate mm. it. I would rather keep it short, but it grows quite long. But, but moving on, from back to the uh, the 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 coat of arms sort of thing. Yeah, we're back. Uh, last week, yeah, Australian government fucked they, up real hard. Mm. In the Senate, at least the Senate. They <laughs> is it just <laughs> the Senate? No, like they is it just Ian McDermott. It's just... <laughs> the Senate, the Senate. We will pass this law. Oh, they passed the law. They passed so but pretty it. much, really? this yeah. law bidding much says if you parody, and we don't find that funny, and we will judge set genuine genuine satire. So I don't know what the fuck genuine satire. Yeah, is. They yeah that's that, very broad. They said that genuine satire was to be discerned as a matter by the courts. So essentially, the mm. courts are going to be like, did we find this funny? No. Well, did we find this funny or not? Yeah, I'm sure hmm. the people like, on the courts uh, find it funny. It's like, <laughs> is this genuine satire or is this just satire? It's like, what's the, isn't if I'm criticizing, it's a joke. It's a, yeah. if I'm criticizing it and it's comedic, isn't that mm. satire? Oh yeah, but we didn't like it, so it's genuine satire. Oh, and what about genuine satire? Oh, well, that's sh- that shit's illegal. So like, you can't do that shit. It's like um, that's, a, that's point, a great like freedom of speech. At thing. what point are you um taking away the the whole idea of yeah. satire, which is to critique? Mm. And it's mainly used for policy as well and and political advocacy. Oh yeah. So it's honestly it's it's really Orwellian the way yeah. that it's been done. And like I'm. About it. That, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. Like I'm, I'm yeah. not a fan of it because no, you draw a line stupid. between satire and genuine satire. Yeah. And like, but especially when it's a government difference? and they're saying you can't, like we can judge whether a criticism of our government yeah. is legit and, or not. It's like, well, that's a bit iffy. Before they passed it, um, in court, the person in defence for it, um, I, 
I can't quite think of the name at the moment, but um, he was just like, how, how are we to judge what satire is? Mm. Like, he was totally aware of what was going on. He was like, how are we to judge that? And then, he, and then the person for it, advocating for it, was like, well, we're not going to judge it. The courts are. And that was his defense. And somehow that was enough to get mm. through. Like, like that was, was like back in November. Yeah. And then... No they, one stopped to think like... No one's just like, ah, well, what the fuck's genuine satire? Yeah. We've, we clearly know what it is. So we're just, you know, the, we're yeah. the drafters. We're going to just throw yeah. it in there. It's like a specific term. Yeah. That so specific can... term. But whatever. The ocean. <laughs> the ocean. The ocean. The the Pacific Ocean. The, mm. the Pacific term, which is actually, um, if you ever find Nemo, please bring him back to Mars. <laughs> yes. He's still out there looking for it. I still haven't seen this. Like I haven't seen Disney. Finding Dory yet. Uh, it's alright. Everyone, everyone pretty much has You're the same reaction. Whenever I ask people, they go, "It's, it's right. my least favorite Pixar movie." Because uh, no, I like I hate Cars. And also, Cars like two. Cars One. <laughs> Cars <laughs> One is alright. But Cars, Cars 2. 2 is iffy. I, f- I feel like Cars 2 had more sense of adventure, even though I dislike Maida as a character, than Finding Nemo 2. Like, Finding Nemo 2 seemed to me as a more dry and lifeless story. Yeah, it was very lifeless. It was like I was watching a saltine the entire time. <laughs> I don't even know what happens. Honestly. Basically, it's, uh, it's, it's a cookie cutter plot. Dory... Figures out, oh my god, my. She gets a I random can... ass memory. She's I... like, whoa! <laughs> I can... Oh my god! I got parents! <laughs> I got parents! I can go find my parents! But wouldn't she know already that she has. Ah, oh, that's a fucking thing. Because, like, that's she how just... life works. Well, her short term memory, like, fucking lapses for a single moment. She's like, wait a minute! <laughs> and then the story just kicks into gear, and you're like, whoa. Like, mm. Finding Nemo opens up with, like, this beautiful scenic landscape. Yeah. It takes its time takes you through you understand the world you're in mm. and it has this beautiful like opening where it's so sad and the score kicks in mm. fucking binding dory starts off which is like swimming 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 oh my god parents <laughs> and it's i i That's I, not a good way to start. I disliked it it was a very mm. jarring start compared to the last yeah. Not that it has to be the exact same movie. That's, that's one of the ones where I'm like, it really doesn't need another movie. Yeah. yeah. It's it really so sta- like, he found his son. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's enough trauma it, for I mean, it's, it's called Finding, they finding live, Nemo. They so. live until they're, like, three. And what's yes. next? Finding Merlin? Yeah. Well, that's like, I don't want them to do, like, an Incredibles 3. I do. Because I'm like, that story... Well, I'm like, that story you know is done. I think... I feel like that's... Yeah, I mean... I think they need to do... Superheroes are back. Yeah, but well, it's 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 legal now. I guess, like, that's... I guess it's, it would be a story of now that superheroes are legal, they could bring it out into the forefront, right? Yeah, no, but that's I don't a lot really... of potential that yeah. they're dealing with. And I feel like Brad Bird would do it in a very classy way. As long as they take their but time. They, they don't do it straight it's... away. Yeah. And they actually find a good story, and it's not just for, oh, look, we got this massive pile of money, because well, yeah, who thought like... Incredibles 2 would well, make yeah. money? <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought pandering to all those people who wanted another yeah. movie actually worked? Who would have thought that we uh, maybe shouldn't have done Finding mm. Dory? Because everyone wanted Incredibles 2. Because, like, Incredibles 2 works in the, in the way that, like, the first one still has that oh. that whole thing where yeah. it's like, oh, this, this still is illegal. Like, they still are, yeah. you know. But I feel like that's wrapped up and that's the main arc of both of the movies. I feel really. like that was the you, biggest You can issue. do more if you want. But it was I really feel like that was the biggest issue that they yeah. had to go into hiding. In that, that but was... I think with the third one... They could try and do... Like, they're still... They're legal now. 
but the public reception is still probably a little bit. Oh yeah, like you said, it doesn't seem like that in the second one. I feel like if they did a third movie and it 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 focused on the politics on whether or not super should be, yeah, but I feel like there or not, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it it wouldn't be that. Um, groundbreaking because like no. the first movie was talking about the hardships of you know being in the underground the second movie was fighting that hardship mm. the third movie could potentially be now that that hardship is over um facing the new challenges of being out in the open yeah. so i actually think if they flipped it and did a total on top of its head 180 well they were like that beforehand so it's like they weren't like that beforehand but everyone loved supers Mm. now that they've gone through that shaky bit it would be really interesting seeing everyone be like yeah supers are back this is great but like now they're still like they've been in hiding for so long and now they have to like hide their families because everyone wants to know who the next superhero is and like that they have a whole new set of hardships which is something they didn't have because they they grew up in Mm. hiding like they grew their kids up in hiding. Yeah, so but when they now, were when they were like in their prime, they they weren't they were out in the open. When they were in their prime, they were out in the open. And they were like full on superheroes, mm. but they they were solo, right? They yeah. even had the whole bit with like Incredible, where it's like I work solo. Mm. Now they have a family to take care of, and they have to like they have to hide. Like their kids could be in danger because someone's gonna find out who that superhero is. Like yeah, like Violet has to like go to school. But, mm. like, while she's going to school and something happens, she has to make the executive decision, like, am I going to go or am I going to stay here? Because if I go, someone might notice I'm not in class. Mm. I think that would be really interesting, the fact that they're so popular that they have to be scared of themselves. Mm. Because it's different to being scared of what other people think of you because they don't like you. Yeah. It's scared of popularity, which is a more, like, celebrity way of thinking compared mm. to an outcast way of thinking. Yeah. So it's the exact opposite of what we've come to expect. Mm. I think it would be refreshing. I think there's I so think many that, stories. I think that idea, but in a different movie, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I like the fact that it's just it, it's kind of done. Like yeah. I'm glad that's yeah, it, it wraps up quite nicely. Like, I, like I, you know, question: What the fuck happened with the Underminer? Never got caught. He just disappeared. Like yeah, I, guess, yeah. I really there think be, with if they the, do a third one, he'll be back. With the amount of money he took, he's probably like chilling in the Bahamas. Yeah. With a yeah. totally new idea. If he's not doing, if he's not wrecking shop, they don't, they won't care. Yeah. Like whatever. Like he's taking the money. Like yeah. Like to to me, if you're robbing a bank, you're doing it for the money. Mm. So like, I don't think he was doing it for any other destructive purpose. No. So if he, he just loved his pumps. He just loved his puns. Every good supervillain should have, like, a weird pun fetish or, like, something really odd about them. Yeah. And he, the Underminer was, like, a fucking mole who used puns, so that was pretty cool. I, but, just, I just loved... Uh, what was the... When he blows up the ground and he's just, like, under... Or something. Ah, uh, prepare to get Undermined or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, something like that. And I, just, I always chuckle at that on my... Th- Three times that I've seen the movie. You know that he fucking practiced that <laughs> so hard. He, he's, he's been he's, he's up for his, years. He's in his little like dungeon or his room. And he's like, ah, prepare to get undermined. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, I, I, I really hope he's living his best life. I really <laughs> like. He pulled it off. He did. Yeah. Just he can chill now. Mm. He's a bad bloke though. Really. <laughs> I actually have a theory. Mm. I have a theory. I think that he is the underminer. Is the dude in the first movie who gets choked out by Bob. You know, the tiny, tiny little guy that gets fucking choked and thrown through, like, a series of walls. Who's his boss? Uh, his boss. Oh, yeah, when he's, like, like, working in the office. Who does, yeah, yeah. And he, he does, like, yeah. Bob! Like, that thing. Yeah, and he fucking like... grabs his neck and, like, throws him. Mm. And I think 
Because he fucking hates Bob so much. Nice. I reckon he did, like, a mad amount of research on him. Figured out that he was Mr. Incredible. Mm. It's not hard, really. <laughs> no, it's really not hard. Like, it's It's everywhere. like Clark Kent Superman. Yeah, it's like Clark Kent yeah. Superman. And, like, he was like, how do you throw me through all these walls? He must have mm. some sort of superpower. <gasps> and he's like, he's Mr. Incredible. So he would have and... got his mind wiped. No. Yes. Yeah, because he saw him do that. He, he saw him do that. Been. The whole oh, building would have got his mind... The That's mind... actually a really good mm. tie-up. From the fuck, see the idea <laughs> yeah. that mind wiping exists. Okay, but still, I when still. Is it, when go... is it set as well? It's, that was something that I was. I it's nineteen sixty, but yeah, because I was thinking it's like around that time because the technology is yeah, yeah, yeah. that crazy. It's nineteen sixty. Oh, yeah, technology stuff really crazy. Like <laughs> yeah, especially in the second movie, mm. technology is everywhere within it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like in that time period, nineteen sixties. Yeah, that's what and I thought. The t- people aren't like TVs like. TV. Mm. The biggest fear in the sixties was uh, Vietnam. Mm. The goddamn hippies. Goddamn Nam. Goddamn hippies. Peace and love. It's Ringo. It's Ringo. And television. Yeah. yeah. Taking over your lives. Like it's already done it, but you know. Oh well. Oh well. We're here now. It's like watching watching it just slowly dissolve. You're like, ah, oh, this is gonna be a thing, mm. isn't it? But yeah, that's why the underminer use screens. Yeah. Well, not the underminer, you know, screen slaver. Yeah, screen slaver, yeah. <laughs> but then again, whoa, the underminer used screens. Maybe the underminer was actually just being controlled by screen slaver. That's why he had that weird mask on, right? Whoa. But no, I actually, like, mind wi- if the mind wiping is a side on this one, right? Say so they just forget it. Because Bob never mentions to his old mate that, But like, the, if, because they report to the incident, yeah. they wouldn't... <laughs> They would but like, powers. okay, okay. Going off the assumption that they, for some reason, don't wipe his mind. They're like he's zonked out of his mind. He doesn't remember mm. a thing. Got amnesia, right? And it comes back to him or something. Yeah. He looks weirdly similar to the Underminer. Like he's weirdly short, like the Underminer is. He has like a really nasally voice, and the Underminer, in like especially in the last movie, has the exact same type of voice. Whereas like it's the Underminer. Yeah, but it's a different actor. It's a... Yeah, it doesn't... Oh. <laughs> it's a, it doesn't it's really a different voice actor. Shut your mouth. Because the Underminer is, a, is like, modified, right? L- let me have my, let me have my dream here. My dream this is, is that... This is such an obscure theory. My dream... My <laughs> dream, my dream is that Bob's going to have this mad-ass fight with the Underminer, and he's going to, like, nearly die, but he's going to, like, somehow pull some mad thing off and, like... um take off the hood mm. and it's gonna be like his boss and <laughs> that he threw yes. through the walls and he's just gonna be like it's a grand reveal <laughs> yeah he's just gonna be like this is the final boss in his entire life it's his it's his actual boss <laughs> and like it's like some some cheeky little saying that like his his greatest his greatest enemy within the most like important part of his life compared to his shitty ass job mm. is actually his boss in his shitty ass job too <laughs> Looking interesting. Incredibles two is one of the best Pixar films to date. I like it. It's pretty up there. Hot yeah. Take. Hot yeah. take. It's not like top three or anything. The fucking. Me, but... but the the scene in which she's tracking down the fake screen slaver, mm. and she gets kicked. I was I was I was like sus around. about. I actually thought that the um the CEO guy of the company. Yeah. So I was like I I was like it, it's. It mm. seems like it's him. And then I thought that the his sister was, like, in on it. Yeah. Because when they gave so him, like, you know the, the house... So, the internet cracked. So, 
people on the internet who uh, there's a Pixar YouTube channel that they always this Super Carl and Brothers that's so oh, they always yeah, um yeah. do oh Pixar movie this is, they're like into the Pixar shit yeah like they do theory videos and all that mm. like they do more the updates to the Pixar theory as mm. well yeah yeah but um. I made the mistake of scrolling past and seeing a thumbnail yeah. that says Evelyn, uh, whatever her name is, mm. is Green Slaver. Oh, damn. And they did it. That's I mean, it's not theory. that. It's not that hard. Like, it's not a surprise when it But happens. then they also... Expl- I, I clicked it because I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then Evelyn, uh, whatever her freaking name is, is uh, an anagram for Evildoer. Oh, that's cool. Wait, so, what's a what's a hot? Uh, her name. Yeah. The, like the full name. Yeah. E- e- Evelyn Delvon, I think Evil it is. Evil Doer. Evil Doer. That's or something so like that. That's cool. It it it's a, something along those lines, but subtlety. It's just like I was like, oh, I hope this isn't right. I hope they. <laughs> Because it's, they also yeah. had the fact that the brother was also screen slaver, so it was mm. two people as screen slaver. Yeah. Well, there was there's bits but, in it where it like yeah. hints towards one one of the two of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't come as as a big surprise really, but that's fine. I mean, you, it can't really be anyone else mm. unless it's just a random. And when it's like, you know, they take off the mask of the dude, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Or whatever. You're like, "Yeah, that's not it. That's not him. <laughs> that can't be." Especially because of how easily he gets taken down and everything. Yeah. Nah, he's just being hypnotized. That fucking scene where she gets kicked into the room, like Elastigirl, yeah. gets kicked into the room. Seizures. And it's like, <laughs> I, f- I adored that. Like, from an animation mm. perspective, that is so... It did look really good. ...detailed. Like, to make it look hypnotic and, mm. like, wow, that really got <laughs> to me. I was like, this is amazing. And, like, the way that they made it, look like an actual scene where like you have zero visibility but then mm. you don't like they they could have fucked that up so hard in so many points but they got the lighting right they got the visuals right mm. they got the everything right yeah i mean like, it's uh, it's not surprising because of how how well pixar brad, are with animation. Brad bird as well brad bird knows how brad to bird scenes. knows how to shit do shit if he but did live action he does live action then it was mm. was it all right <laughs> as you know tomorrowland Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. But he's he's the guy who went. He, he wanted. Okay, so he wanted. He did Incredibles. Yeah. He's just like I want to do Tomorrowland. Yeah. So he does Tomorrowland, and that bombs. Yes. Unfortunately, even though I sort of liked it, I was like, Yeah, this is a cool movie because I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. But it was. It was there, and I was like, Ah, oh, thinking about it. No. Uh, ish. To me, there are yeah. some movies that when the trailer comes out, you look at it and you're like, this is too big to be good. Mm. Like, Tomorrowland for me was like too big to be good. I was the like, concept was interesting. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen the movie, but I haven't seen I was seen just like, it looks so grand. It looks like a fucking Disney palace. And to me, it threw me off. It's like with Ready Player One. Yeah. Ready Player One, it was mm. like, look at all these things. There's like a hundred different references. And the trailer was just too much. And I was like, not excited for it. I was like, this is too big to be good. The only time where I was excited was like Wreck-It Ralph when no. the trailer came out for that. Not the second oh, one. Okay. 
But the original trailer came out for that, and it was, like, quite reserved. But it had, like, little flickers of, like, oh, wow, that's a reference. That's, whoa. And for me, it was, like, oh, now I'm interested to come and see what it has to offer. Yeah. I think the trailer really matters, but it, there was so much grandeur in both Dude, of them. I like to ready play one. Yeah. But it, what they could have done with the trailers really is they could have actually... Revealed the story instead of going, Hey, look, guys, we got Batman, Deathstroke, Ruby, all this, Halo, and everything. Hmm. Well, come see the movie because it just just feels like, Oh, you know these things, yeah, you You know these things, come and see the movie. But also, these days in general, but do you you find nostalgia in this? Yeah, there is is a lot of that, especially because they're remaking so many movies. That's the one thing I actually really enjoyed about Incredibles 2 is that um, they just, they kick off where they left off. And it's not, it's not like a bunch of hidden little Easter eggs. It's not in your face. There's like tiny little bits where occasionally you'll see something, but it's very minor. But it's all like related to the story because they kick off the way they left off. So it's all in such a classy way. Mm. You're just, you're immediately reminded of it because it starts off the way it finished. So you're like, Oh my god! Back, oh my god! We're back! back. We're back. back! And like you're already immediately into it in a classy way. It's mm. not a slap in the face. It's not like remember this, remember yeah. this. Like yeah. Star Wars is not doing that well. Yeah. You know some, many, some more than others. You know how many times I've seen 3D chess? Like remember <laughs> 3D chess? Remember that from the originals? And yeah. oh, I think wow. I think Rogue One and, and Solo are probably, especially Rogue One, is probably the biggest culprit of that. I think Solo. Solo is close. Nah. I think Solo is worse. So Solo does things that aren't necessarily like. It's not necessarily fan service as much as just unnecessary stuff. I think like the name, how he got his name. Like I don't think it's fan service. I just think it's dumb. Hand single. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. But whereas Rogue One is like, oh, here's something you remember. You know, like the worst one is when they're on the, the they're on Jedi and they run into the the people from the bar and Tatooine, and I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't like that at all. I liked it. <laughs> it's just, I, it just stops the movie, and you're no, like, it doesn't really, but you know, I, f- I feel it does. You know what? It has a, it has a, it's not needed, but it has no. a place, you know, because I, no, I don't think so. Say in this vast galaxy, they they mm. hit that one spot that they are, and because they go from bar to bar to bar, and eventually yeah. at some point they get their fucking one of them gets their arm chopped off, you know, mm-hmm. that's it's not classy, but it has a purpose to it. I feel like Solo did a bunch of things that had no purpose to it. It was like, yeah. remember this What's one... the purpose of that, though? What's the purpose of yeah. those two people bumping into... So, the main well, they're wanted in 14 seconds. Yeah, but it's just fancy. If you don't know, you know, A New Hope, yeah. and you see that happen, you're like, what? It's just they've just bumped into some guys. If, if you... Yeah. Like, if it's in a yeah, movie, if it's that. like, oh, it has to mm. reference something else and you have to understand it from there, then that's not good. It doesn't stand on But what the ca- Star Wars canon is doing, and I don't... I like Star Wars canon. I don't, I don't care about we talk a new people's canon. opinion. We're talking old canon. It's, We're talking it's, new canon. it's obvious. It's canon, not yeah. legend. Current canon. It's yeah. not legend. It's canon. Yeah. But bye bye OP Lee. Fucking hell. That's for the best. He's yeah. getting well. Oh, no. Can't say getting. He's he's, he's he, dead. He got pretty OP. He got pretty powerful, but not like EU powerful, where he's just like fucking ridiculous. <laughs> practically do anything but pretty much what they're doing is with the movies Mm. they're going okay well take that out take that out we'll put this into the books 
And then because people will go read the books, mm. they'll understand this thing and this yeah. thing. Like, the third lesson for Rey in The Last Jedi... Yeah, it's was, in a deleted scene. Is in a deleted yeah. scene, and it's in the book. Mm. You could have put that into the movie. It would have been... You could have cut yeah. out a lot of, like, fucking shit... Yes. Like I, I, there is some shit in Last yeah. Jedi. I'm not a Last Jedi head. I love Last Jedi. Yeah. It's it's not a perfect movie, but mm. it's enjoyable, yeah. and I liked it. Mm. No, I agree. I think but, I think um, it has the best moments of the new canon. Yeah, but it also has the worst, or some of the worst. Not not necessarily the worst, but like probably inside of seven, eight, and Rogue One. I think it has the worst moments or mm. bigger moments, not just moments, but like collective parts like sequences and stuff but it also has the best stuff so it's like it's like yeah. kind of it's an imperfect movie but it still is good I think oh my god wait I, I understand, give me like, a second I'll be back you keep going like I get criticism of it because people don't like what they did with Luke and whatever I think even though I, I like that I like that they took his character in an interesting direction but also there is a part of me that's like I kind of would have liked to see him just chop wood but that's sort of just me wanting to see like one of my heroes do that. I want to I see. Think it's so I want to see Luke actually um, become Mark Hamill. Yes. <laughs> like. That'd be great. Like, just assume his own self personality mm. into the character. Yeah. And just eventually, just be like, the fuck out. You know, he put a little bit of himself into that. Oh yeah. Into that like last performance of Luke because mm. I I really doubt that. I really doubt anyone else could have done that weird milking scene. <laughs> only Mark Hamill could only do that. Only Mark Hamill could. He, like, he made it look really weird, but he owned yeah. it. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the remake of The Last Jedi? I have heard of that. Have you? It's nonsense. It's of me. <laughs> okay, so a bunch of little boys who, little grown boys in their basements likely, yeah, childs, yeah. who saw, who probably got their selves too much high on the legends and upset about the mo- movies. Snoke is no one, he's dead. Ray's no yes. one. <laughs> uh, no have one decided that they're gonna re- remake The Last Jedi because you know, why not? How are they gonna? Is it gonna uh, be like... I, I, I'm getting to it. Oh no, <laughs> shitty bootleg TM. Okay, so this was the 21st of the June? Yeah. It's June? Yeah, it's June. Yeah. Okay. It's June. Okay. That is. Let me let me get get a voice. <coughs> I'm, I'm ready for this. In a world, <laughs> our team of producers is offering to cover the budget for a remake of the Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars. Uh, but save. it's not canon anyway, so it's like, what's the point? Save Star Wars. <laughs> Share this and spread the world word, word to Bob Iger and Disney. You want this. This isn't a joke. We're ready to have a conversation. And then it goes on. That's hilarious. We are consulting with the Star Wars fans directly throughout the writing of the remake of The Last Jedi. As the plan is to remake a version of The Last Jedi that is as close as universally acceptable as possible. You'll never be pleased, everyone, but at least it won't be blasphemy. 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 You know? Oh my god. There's a lot of things you should do in this world. There's a lot of things you should experience. 
That's not one of them. That is definitely not one of them. It's like... But, yeah. How are you going to be so salty with something that... Like, you're not going to change anything by remaking it. Disney's yeah. not going to be like, wow, you guys did it better. Hats off to yeah. you. Well, look, and also, look, Disney doesn't... Like, they don't really care. They wouldn't care that much because it made a shit yeah. ton of money. Yeah. But it continues. Mm. They, they, they continue. In fact, we want the writing team to be as a diverse group of people that both love and hated The Last Jedi. So we will have an inbox for story treatments and submissions and actually hire people on to write to the writing team from what we receive. So this is your chance to write a Star Wars film. Iron sharpens iron. And, for, and the best writing comes from a group of people who have differing opinions but can constructively work together for the best story possible. Mm-hmm. Not just one writer sitting in a room thinking of whatever pops in the, into their head wow, is the really, best idea. This is really, so wrong. Like, really, this is so, like, just false. They're really selling me on that because I definitely want to listen to something that I've read on, like, a Google Drive by 14 people. <laughs> The thing is as well, like, it's, it's not like, like the writing path. process, even though Ryan Johnson is the only writer, technically. Like, it's a collaborative process. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like he writes it's the whole like, thing. It's not like, like, even ma- no making films is a fucking chalk. Yeah. Oh, when you see the, <laughs> like, the documentary work. for it. Yeah. Like, there's so much that goes into it. It's just incredible. Yeah. Especially and, for, like, a big movie like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, a big movie like that, but even a short film. Like, mm. the one that I'm doing for grad film is fucking gonna be shit, but... Regardless, it's a tr- it it's, was it's hard work. It's yeah. hard work and yeah. dedication, and people are like, I'm not the sole. I'm a, I'm credited as the sole writer, but yeah. I'm not. Everyone's fucking putting their shit in. That's yeah. the same thing with Ryan Johnson. Yeah, and that's and how stuff. like the creative process just works. That's how it works <laughs> because you know you get input from everyone. People. That's like with writing. That's like with music. That's like with anything. Yeah. You yeah. Get, you can write it, but then you get other people, you're like, hey, is this right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, sweet. Like, that's with anything. It's not written by one person, but that being said, having one person that's the creative direction towards it and having that one person be open to make changes mm-hmm. on both ends is a really good idea. Having yeah. multiple people with differing opinions is just going to make it that, like, different people It's going to be, things. like... It's going to be really hard. If It's going to be what they say it's what Star Wars is right now, written by a committee. If you have 14 people mm. writing a script, yeah. it's going to be chaos. <laughs> like, one person's going to want it to be vastly different, and yeah. the other person's going to want it to be exactly like the old stuff. Yeah. And then... I don't think they also understand filmmaking, but... No, clearly not. There's, there's one more... One more <laughs> paragraph, and then there's a bunch of reactions. The power in people... The power... The people in power... Think the fans who dislike the Last Jedi are irreverent mi- minority of basement dwellers who are just keyboard cowboys that will never actually affect real change. If you want, don't want them to win, then spread the word. Hashtag remake the Last Jedi and let your voice be heard. And then this this obviously got the attention of people. Yeah, I've seen it. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, what did he say? Oh, God. Did Mark Hamill say something about it? Yeah, he, he posted um, on his Instagram yeah, it awesome. about it. And not in like a, you know, yeah, whatever. Mm. It was like, you know, the um, Melania Trump's 
Cupid jacket. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that. right. Uh, he took a screenshot of that and then put the, the uh, jacket meme mm. down below yeah. in his post on Instagram. Oh, my God. But actually, speaking of that, there's a theory going around. Um, and the theory is that Melania Trump is actually just making fun of Donald Trump subliminally mm. through the way she dresses. So, um, I remember, um, at one point she wore this, like, beautiful white Christine dress that looks just like Hillary's. Um, not only is wearing something exactly like Hillary... Could um, I be mocking Hillary, though? A bit. Yeah, see, you'd think that, yeah. but it's what she wore with Bill when the sexual harassment allegations were going around. Oh, when he was, what, well, when he was having an affair, do you mean? Bill, yeah, mm. yeah. And she wore it when, like... Donald Trump was going through his own sexual mm-hmm. allegations, <laughs> right? So I w- it seems yeah. to be a kick in the face. She also wore something, and forgive me, I'm gonna botch it, but it was like mm-hmm. uh, it was either a scarf or it was a it was some sort of dress, um, and it, it's called like a I think there was a bow attached, and I think it's called like a pussy bow or something like that. It has that name attached to it. And she wore it yeah. for, like, the first time coming into the public after Donald Trump was in hot water about the grab, grab him by oh, the yeah. pussy meme. And yeah. people were like, wait a minute, do you, does she know what that's called? Mm. Because that's kind of funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, that's, yeah, that's true. The, yeah. huh. And now she went to a detention center and wore a jacket that says, like, yeah. no fuck, was it no fucks given? Don't, or, like, yeah, I don't so, give a single I don't fuck. Give, don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck mm. on, like, a jacket. Yeah. And it's like, oh, time and place, Melania. Yeah, that's bad. They got $150 million for this, apparently. That's a lie. That's Where's not the proof? True. We passed when it no, you haven't. That's, that's Apparently. That is that's untrue. But it's pledge money, so they have to meet with Disney, and then they'll get this money. I just want them to meet with Disney. So wait, is Disney going to give them that money? No, no, no. People investing... Investing, even though they had to have a script, a director attached, a, a cast, you know, the normal things yeah, that you, you would need, have to, you... you need to have in place to actually mm. get financing. No, yeah, you know, you'd have to have the the proper cast from set eight, really. Yeah, but... or at least the main players, because otherwise it just goes from seven to eight, and like someone else is playing Ray or something. <laughs> doesn't work. Someone, but for new characters, you could change actors if you wanted to, I guess. So they want to keep um, Rose, apparently. Why? They want to give her more of a better role than she had. She, I mean, Just I didn't... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, cut her out of the movie. I don't think she added anything to the plot. Yeah. No. She it's interesting when, when Ryan Johnson talks about her, but I don't... Like, he talks about how she's supposed to be, like, the angel, and, and DJ, the hacker guy, is supposed to be, like, the devil, in the sense that Finn is, like, I don't know which decision to do. Like, do I be good like she is, or do I kind of be bad like he is? But I don't really get that I don't so much. See that. Yeah, I, don't I don't see, feel that in the movie. I just see like random off to the side character. Yeah. Random off to the side girl character. Mm. Random off to the side character bad boy who's not Han Solo. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not Han Solo. Really, I don't. No, I was like, glad. I was glad he. I was glad he died. Yeah. It, it was he the right time. He didn't want to play Han Solo anymore. Oh no, he didn't want to. He hasn't wanted to play him for fucking like thirty years. He doesn't want to play anyone. <laughs> they would have given him a stupid home. home. 
He nearly died in a plane crash. He's like, I just want to fucking go home. <laughs> Stop flying me out here. <laughs> Stop causing me to do these movies. I'm old. I'm not he's, Indiana he's doing, Jones. Well, he's doing Indy 5. Ah, fuck. Yeah. He's he thought like, he, and he thought he was too old to do the bloody fourth one. He was. He was, yes. <laughs> he certainly was. Well, I just... Like, He's not... I, I'm kind of on the fence whether they should do the, the idea of passing the torch and give it to a Chris Pratt kind of guy. Or give whether they should just do something different. Give it to Shalabov. Fuck off. They tried. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. Imagine Shalabov was the new indie, though. Uh, uh, let's remake Indiana Jones <laughs> if that happens. I would rather that $150 million pledge go into finding someone who's... Well, at least with, with it, five, we'll like... make their own movie. Yeah. What if? What if? What if you make you get have a hundred fifty million dollars? You make an original. You make your own fucking movie. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. What about um, Alda? Oh, Alden Einreich. Alden Einreich. Yeah, get get him to play. (laughs) He can just play every Harrison Ford character. As indie, right? Yeah, because it's almost like that face you come to know and love can just. It's just weird though, because then you like. Because then you're just a Harrison Ford imitator. That's the whole point. Yeah, that kind of sucks no one for him, that can though. be. Yeah, who cares? He'll be, well, he, I don't know he'll be famous and sexy and loved by all. I don't think well, he's not, complaining. I don't think so. People aren't going to be like, you're just a Harrison Ford copy. Yeah, but... Nah, he'll be know. like, I'm a Harrison Ford copy that's making millions. So. Yeah, I know, but if people don't like him, it's not good for him. People do like him, though. Yeah, he's, people kind of like him, but it, no one's like, oh, he's a great, he's, you know, an amazing I just, actor. Or anything. I, I think fun. it would be a cool idea to have Indian Han as the same actor because they're seen yeah. as the same entity sometimes like you oh see yeah they're the same character <laughs> one's just in space yeah one's, one's in on space earth. and one's on earth because one's that's very much that's the difference <laughs> one's, one's got a nice hat huh. yeah Indiana Jones yeah. is cooler than with, with, with Indy 5 though there's no George Lucas which is a, a big plus no aliens <laughs> no. well I think that's a plus did you like Crystal Skull? No, I didn't like Crystal Skull. I feel like a he lot of... made the original. Like, yeah, no, but George Lucas others... since like '77 is just rubbish. I mean, he's just done mm. nothing. Yeah, hey. obviously, but well, yeah, what he is... could, you know, what is Georgie up to now? Well, he's doing. He's making. He's doing his museum. That's... Yeah, the museum that's happening. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't want him on like collaborating with um, Steven Spielberg again because of what happened on the fourth one. Hmm. Where like his influence made it into that movie just because it just because Spielberg was like, all right, let's do it. You're my my best mate and whatever. And you're like, what are you doing? Because when you see like the behind the scenes of that, it's like, what are you? Stop listening to George. <laughs> He's making dumb ideas. He was yeah. He wanted to do that. It was stupid that they to do aliens. In, that was in yeah. Well, that was Jones. George. But you said that so. they could, it could they could still do fucking the old. Adventure cut, uh, adventure movies yeah, well, that's of the forties. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure George could at least put some input in. Yeah, he could like be executive producer or something, maybe. Yeah, but just, just I like... don't want him like co-writing it. No, okay. I don't because I don't think he's a good writer. Okay, honestly. you know that scene in Indie Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm-hmm. where there's like that guy and he's seen the skull and yeah. he's like he's just he's not talking. He's like mumbling, his hands are shaking. Oh, uh, yeah. Like it's like, kind of old? Yeah, yeah. They, they give him the pen and paper and he starts writing down like mm. a map, I believe. And he's yeah. like, it's a map, it's a map. Yeah. Um, they should do that with George. They should just like, <laughs> get him in a room, get him in a room, give him a pen, give him a paper, 
George, go and write some ideas. Oh, okay. <laughs> People will be like, aliens? No. No, George. No aliens today. Mm. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to do that. But they'll find one little glimmer in there. They'll be like, there's the Yeah, mark. but like, they there's don't know the how mark. to say no to him. People don't know how to say no to fucking... Lucas. Well, they said no to his idea for... <laughs> oh, for, for, the, for the sequel trilogy, yeah. But that's because I, I feel like Disney is they a bigger don't. entity. Like, they... You know what I mean? And Disney like, just God. Spielberg. Well, yeah, and they wanted to do their own thing. It is kind of funny, though, when you watch, like, the handover of Lucasfilm, and George is all, you know, and he says, like, I'm giving you these. What? Hello? If I give myself, like, point one, I imagine I've grown point one since I last checked. When was was that? Like, two months ago. Probably. So, like, on the safe side, I'm going to assume I'm 5'7 on the low end, right? You need to take measure right now. You know what? Let's do it another day, James. Yeah, another day. <laughs> On second thought. I want to see how tall I am. I don't know how tall, how tall I am. You got seven foot. It's fucking giant. <laughs> I'm a monster of a man. <laughs> you Frankenstein. Uh, yeah. How dare you be so tall and make me look short in comparison? Well, you are short in general. I mean, you're tall in general. <laughs> That's so true. I'm well aware. We should merge and become average yeah. size. Yeah, our children would be great. That's the name of this episode, <laughs> Average Size. Average Size. Speaking Somewhere of in the middle of the average size penis of the male is 5'2 five <laughs> five, five inches. Feel free to measure Really? 5'2? I think it is. I'm pretty sure. Have you done your research? It was like, <laughs> when, I was, like, yeah. it was like when I was 12. And I was mm. like, is my, is my member big enough? And I was like... <laughs> I was like looking it up on Google, okay, yeah, sweat real hard. There. No, I was just looking it up on Google, like sweating really hard. Mm. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. And then yeah, every every boy goes through that moment where they're just like. I mean, I didn't. I haven't looked up what the average is. I I feel like I did when I was younger, and I think that's mm. what I can recall it being. So. Do you want to look it up? Like, okay. Yeah, let's do it. We gotta fact check this. <laughs> average male penis. It's different yeah. for every country, by the way. Yeah. Well, if you do globally, it'll be like there'll be an average, an average, average. There will be a countries. If you if can, we, wait, can we t- can we all take a guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. gonna say f- like f- five two. I'm gonna say six one. Oh wow. Okay. I don't know. I'm out of this. Five nine or six one. Okay. Um. We should go off erect, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like some people are growers and not yeah. showers. Five point one six inches. That's the average. So let's look up what five point one six inches inches. Oh, expected in to be a lot higher. So, I guess in in inches. Yeah, inches to centimeters. No wait, five yeah five point one six inches. So five point one six is like five two, right? Rounding yeah, up. Yeah, I guess you're rounded up, yeah. So five two inches in centimeters, that's thirteen. So that's like less than half of a ruler. So no, like that's not that impressive. That's not that impressive. No. <laughs> to all the gentlemen out there that are rocking under five two, I'm very sorry. <laughs> we apologize for bringing this to your attention. But that's okay, it's how you uh, use it. It's what's inside that counts. Or just how you use your that, penis. That too. That's well. also important. Yes. Or just how you don't use your penis. Mm. How you use your other tools. <laughs> your all all your other 
devices at your disposal. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, five two, I was correct. Yeah. This is why I'm actually I actually checked it yesterday because I have a micro penis and I had to check it. <laughs> so I was like, damn. Actually, I went to a sex shop. Jesus Christ. At one point. Um. Well, I was with yeah. I was with my partner and mm. we went to a sex shop, and there's these tiny, tiny, tiny little condoms. Mm. And we're talking like, like, uh, the, smaller than a five cent piece. <laughs> like, well, probably okay. half. So like a centimetre? <laughs> like half of a five cent piece. So ha- like so half like a centimetre? Around, yeah. Something like that. And they were called like tiny pecker condoms, right? Mm. And... I just looked at it and I was like, "I gotta buy some of these." <laughs> no, I wasn't like, "I gotta buy some of these." I was, I was, in awe. I was like, mm. "Do people actually? People need this." Yeah, the there fact that some, that exists is the fact that there is shocking. some sort of supply and demand. Yeah, for these tiny, tiny half five cent piece <laughs> pack of condoms, and I was like, uh. "Oh my god." I left that adult store mm. smiling so hard. I oh, was yeah. just like, I was you, just you like, must have felt pretty big after I'm, I'm that. like, I'm the man. I'm the man <laughs> after today. That's such a good. That's such a good confidence booster. So if ever you're feeling low, just remember someone's got to go to a sex shop to specifically buy like ridiculously tiny that condoms for their like ridiculously tiny little little pecker. <laughs> that little, would suck. Yeah. <sighs> Are there any more topics we'd like to discuss today? We should probably put one more so it's not ending on tiny packets. So, <laughs> yeah. Probably. That's the complete opposite of well, that whole subject. Um, In terms of games, Crash Bandicoot and Insane Trilogy is coming out on everywhere else. On PC as well. Oh, fuck yes. Twenty ninth. shit when I was a kid. 29th of June. <coughs> Keen. So. Get rid of, I'm probably days. not going to pay for that full price though, because I do not have like 60 US dollars to spare. No thanks. But eventually. I like. I love Crash, but Crash mm. games are just so repetitive to me. Yeah. I just can't, like. I can't. The only times, like, that I remember playing Crash Bandicoot was, like, at a fucking arcade in like a casino or something like that like they'd always have it hmm. you know or like on my ps2 yeah and you'd get bored of it after a while you'd be like oh, mm. i'm just running i'm just running i'm just running and hitting and you'd stop and you'd start it again and like when they came out with the new game mm. um it was like oh this is nice i can pick the like the old style and the new style yeah. But then I was like, fuck, I'm still just running and, like, killing <laughs> the things. Thing. And to me, it's like a new Crash game is going to mm. be great, but it's just... I want them to... There's not much complexity towards a Crash game. No, That's what it's made a simple it so one, yeah. I want them to, like, remake uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. That's so good. You already did that, pretty much. I just made a new game. It's not the yeah. same. <laughs> remake Ratchet and Clank 2, 3, and Gladiator. And then I'll be happy. I would really like to see Grab by the Ghoulies, a so, game by Rare. So, you know, Rare created Banjo Kazooie. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think um, The Last of Us. Or, like, 
they split off. Oh yeah, there's another one of those coming out. Yeah, that, that, that looks Last Frost too. Yeah. That looks like such a, like the fluid the fluidity of their movement mm. looks so realistic that it doesn't. Well, it's all um, live action, mo- motion capture. Yeah. yeah, and like you look at it and you're like, this isn't real. This is just cinematic. But if like you get, I reckon it's gonna get to the game and it's actually gonna be like how the players really move. Like I feel like it is gonna yeah. be very fluid and. Maybe not the cutscene, but no, no, no. But the actual gameplay, game the gameplay that they showed there, it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. so fluid in the way they move. It's not jittery or juddy at all. It's so like perfect, and you can do like multiple things. You can go left or right, and if you go left, it looks beautiful. If you go right, it looks beautiful. You know, um, like it just looks so fluid. It looks like, you know how cutscenes, how they just look so pristine and smooth in the way it moves. Yeah, it looks like that all the fucking time. Mm. The also the girl, we were talking about this. A little bit on the last podcast of Robo, but you guys weren't here. Yeah. But um, talking about God of War uh, and yeah. how God of War, there's only like one loading screen, and then every spit of the game is you don't cut, yeah. like there's no cuts in the game at all. Like it's it's fluid, it's fluid. Yeah. and there's like, like from the first thing, it's like cuts, like the it's. You're cutting out a tree, and then you go straight into the game, and the camera follows whatever his fucking name is. Like if Robo was here, Kratos. Here, Kratos. Yeah. And into the game. And his son. Yeah. And his boy. little boy. I just kind of came out of boy. nowhere. God of yeah. War. So and it was, about it was it. such a good game. I don't mm. know if you've seen it or. I, I've or, I've heard that it's great, but that's, a, that's about it. Wow. That's a mint storytelling. Mint. What we were talking about was um mythology after that on the last podcast we just went into mythology because we wanted to I think coolest mythological creature is um the the it's a lion but mm. like with Pegasus wings. the one with the from the lion or it's Greece <laughs> that's a Greek one yeah. yeah but least least cool uh, mythological creature is the fawn from Narnia you know the one that like has a chat with the little girl, the one who I don't remember. the one with the the who's like half goat. Oh, um, oh yeah, sentinel. Yeah, they're never. Centaur. They're almost never cool. Not centaur. Not, you know, but like the form. Uh, uh, the half goat. Of all the shitty things to be, a half goat. Yeah, no, they're no, Greek that's bad luck. Farmhouse. <laughs> they're Greek. Uh, se- not centaur, but they're, they're a different set. Like sentinel or something. Sentient fucking Arkansas. <laughs> it's alive! Um, Imagine that you exist and then you're like, oh shit, love <laughs> goat. <laughs> oh damn it. That would be the worst thing though. You're like a mythological creature, but you're mm. not like, you're not coming from Percy Jackson land. You're coming yeah. from like a half a goat. Half and th- there's there's very few times where like in movies they they're like cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're badass. They're usually just kind of like. I'd like to see like nice half gazelle, half stuff. human. Right, mm. and they're just like ridiculously fast, and they can just like yeah. fucking jip around and just do whatever they'd like. Mm. It's like the god of the gets Greek is called Pan. It's basically he's half goat, half uh, man. Yeah, but but like... he, it's it's that I don't know the creature's uh, actual name. Oh, centaurs. Cent? No, is that is that just horses? Sent-tetas? Give me a second. Oh, beast, yeah. They, 
You can fucking pronounce it probably. Mm. Which <laughs> Wait, one? Give me a look. The S- do- silentness or something. Silliness. S- sat. Wait, is it the sat? Oh, satyr. 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 Yeah, satyr. The goats. The half. They basically uh, what he was the the person in who James uh, whatever guy who James oh. McAvoy. That's the first James that came to mind. <laughs> it's either the one who who's uh, bold boy, uh, bold boy in X Men First Class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he. Wait, who's who? Bold he... boy. Bold. Who get, he com- becomes bold. Oh, you mean Professor? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. It. James McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that. He was in Narnia. Logan. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toast. Professor X. Wow, so is so is Charles Xavier. Is he though? Is he, he? He died. He dies in Logan. He dies in Logan. Oh, he does too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh yeah, that's right. He does. He gets freaking spoilers for a fucking year old movie. But oh, wow, so um, Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time in Sixth Sense, and also. Um, they he shows up in that other movie. They fuck in the Titanic. They f- that's not a spoiler. I just wanted to let you know they fuck in the Titanic. They fuck in a car, in a car, in a boat in the Titanic. Gets really steamy in there. The only way I know that is through Rick and Morty. Because <laughs> wow. there's a bit in Rick and yeah, Morty. Where little... Yeah, Because I haven't seen Titanic. Because I don't really want to. I would. It's, I a long, it's a long thing. I would watch it. Jesus I have Christ. a man crush on Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> he is, he's a beautiful human. In, in, mm. And just the way he holds himself up in every movie is good. Mm. He's not going to He's good in that movie. one where he takes Tell on me. a bear. I love that. That's his great. Revenant. Yeah. That movie is so slow. Yeah, but it. it's filmed so nice. It's filmed so it's, it's, nice. It's that got it can like take its Blade time. Runner syndrome in that sense. It does. It's Which very I don't mind, much like cause... like the opening scene where there's like so much action. You're like mm. yes, and then just yeah. oh, that, that long shot, that yeah, whole that take. Oh, that's amazing. That was art. So that was yeah, art so, when it first came so out. Like I could watch that so many times and just mm. never get bored of it. But there are so many times where it's just like it really wants to encapsulate how slow moving the forest is. By like mm. making it slow moving for you, and yeah. you're just like, pick, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Uh, this, is the, this is the fourteenth time we've seen the trees, mm-hmm. and it took them so much time to get like the proper lighting as well. That like yeah, they don't care how much they show it off, mm. and people who actually care enough to know, you know, how hard it is to make a film, like love it. It's mm. props to them, right? But for like the average movie goer, you're just sitting there. You're like pick up the pace you're like this is the 16th tree i've seen where's the story and it's just a simple story about getting back at someone yeah it's just a little revenge story really but it goes a long way because they span it out with Mm. such beautiful shots and just the idea these fucking dying the entire time Mm. gets mauled by a bear and then he's like shot and fucking he's always dying Mm. he's dying throughout the entire movie eats a raw fish And a real real life take. <laughs> Poor guy. Fucking hell. Wolf of Wall Street is Leo's mm, best. It's good as well. Best yeah, work. He's, he's very good in that. He's good I, in everything, really. Yeah. Everything I've seen. Really. He's one of the best actors of our generation, yeah, actually, in my he's, opinion. He's very good. He's also just 
a sweetheart and a cutie as well. Mm. Just, just, just my opinion. Well, you know, but you can have that. I think I still like. I think Inception is probably one of his weakest movies. Yeah, yeah as Inception's in performance-wise. Like, yeah, yeah, performance-wise. Even Inception as a movie in general is kind of overhyped. I think it, it brought a lot of new shit to the table. It's still good. Still. It did, I think like, Nolan Do- is... It did Doctor Strange. Apart Doctor from... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Apart from the Dark Knight and maybe Batman Begins, Nolan is a hack. Really? Do you think he's a hack? I, I don't like him. Like, I disagree. Um, he's pretty bland. I don't think what he's about, made a lot of stuff. Um, like early, early Nolan is alright. Yeah. But most of that's just Jonathan Nolan writing. And people mm. think, oh, Chris Nolan, because he's the act, he's directing the actors and stuff. Yes, that's Chris Nolan wrote this. Mm. But it's actually Jonathan Nolan who's writing it because Jonathan Nolan does Westworld. Yeah. Which is a fucking amazing show. Mm. It, uh, and I don't need to go into Westworld. But he's probably the better writer of the two. Yeah. Nolans. And he never gets any credit for it either. It, it, I agree. <laughs> he doesn't get a lot of credit. But with no, Westworld, like, at least think, he's been able to. I like, don't really think Nolan's taken... A, I think he's one of the, the best people working. Mm. Like, whenever he, his name shows up on something, you're like... I didn't see Dunkirk. Dunk, it's very good. I don't like... I didn't want to see it. Really? I thought you would have loved Nolan. I still I'm haven't surprised. seen Dunkirk yet. It's it's one of those ones that's better seen at the movies, but because it's like, yeah. loud. Well, it's it, it, yeah, and it's not it's not a, like a typical war movie either, which kind of has a big story around it. it. Like there is a story. I just heard bad things. Saving, <laughs> saving Private Ryan. The, there's no there's no it's thing where it's like oh we want to go home to our family. Like there's not really characters in the yeah. movie. That's the main yeah. thing people brought up. But that is, there's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like what it's like to be in that scenario, and it's just intense everyone's for two ex- hours. Everyone's expendable. Everyone's just dying left and right. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. There's no time for the characters to sit down and be like, "My name's John, and I have a lovely wife, and I, you know, what? Here's a letter from my John daughter." Just died. It's like, yeah, no, that's not the reality of war. Yeah, and that's what I think Nolan did really well. It's, yeah, fast moving. Yeah, it's fast moving, and it just doesn't. Is Harry Styles a big part of the plot? Uh, he is in it a lot, actually. And when I saw him at first, I think I knew he was in there, I can't remember. But I was like, I hope this doesn't derail the movie. Yeah. Because mm. it's really good so far. And it doesn't, because really, he barely speaks. And a lot of the characters barely speak. Because a lot of the time, they're, just they're in war, so they're running and shit, and there's no time to... And they're just distraught. They're like, you know, and they're purposely young. Yeah. Like, you act, can see the... Act distraught, okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's... The, like, Harry Styles, he's great in it, honestly. Nice. So is everyone else. They just do what. Well, Harry Styles can be like, you know what? I, I was a good actor in a good mm. movie. That's yeah. more than what like. Also, the score is fantastic, oh, especially nice. which is not surprising because I think Hans Zimmer is really good. Yeah. Um. One of the best. But the way best. it, especially when you hear the planes, which is more like that's probably more sound design, but it's so terrifying when you hear the sound of the plane and it's slowly getting closer. Because you know that sound and you know, like, that's a warplane. I don't know, it just connects to you. Is it like this? Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you can, like, faintly hear it. And then it and the, gets incredibly loud. And then it bombs all these areas and shit. But it's never, like, over the top. And it's, another thing Nolan does so well is it's all, it, it all feels real. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is, like, probably one of his best qualities. It just it does shit practically. 
At least There's my something. editing teacher saw that The Last Shadow remake and he retweeted it. Because <laughs> that's the sad thing about him not coming, he's leaving yeah. uni and not coming back because pay, the pay is shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, we just talked shit about movies. <laughs> he vaped and I was like, I'll just sit out there and fucking. Mm. I think vaping. That's who, who convinced me that. Nolan was shit because <laughs> oh, he wow. knows mm. he knows filmmaking yeah I mean like he's done it so he's editing I just editing like song, but yeah I'm I'm a very positive person and to me any form of effort that's been put in a in a direction I feel like you know unless it's been done in such a horrible way it should never be like critiqued to that much of an extent like he's into these films yeah I don't think yeah. I think they're they're not falling upon deaf ears I think he's getting quite famous mm. off it I think he's doing a good job and I think people are receiving it well so I don't think there's anything to accredit him to being a bad yeah well there's there's always hype as soon as his name is attached to something there's always hype but why is there yeah. hype because, because he hasn't done a wrong foot in my opinion exactly because and people are still like yeah he's on the he has really unique shots. It's not just shot reverse shot. He has like incredible. Oh yeah, the cinematography is great, comes but that comes onto the cinematography yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like the director is mainly gone. Okay, actors do this, but he's also like most like Quentin Tarantino's and all that. Yeah. Chris Nolan's. You know all those sort of directors, mm. like the big name directors, they yeah. probably have a hand in, like storyboarding and yeah. everything yeah, like yeah. that. And so also, yeah, they like, have an idea of what they want hmm. in terms of shots. Yeah, and it's one of the best directors and just like voices of media in mm. general. Like every interview he's been on, he's held himself up to such a respectful regard. Yeah. And like even when there's like videos of him popping off at paparazzi, he's just so like himself about it. Mm. I think Quentin Tarantino is probably one of. The best. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say one of the best directors. Then. One of the, uh, just voices and media in general. Like yeah. what he gives is is like pure gold in yeah. terms of personality and and uh, movie wise. I really really enjoyed his most recent work. The Hateful Eight. Yeah. The I hateful. saw that at cinemas. I was so happy about that. I was so, I was like my, I watched it with my family. My family don't do slow movies. They love Transformers. Oh, God. They love fast movies. They love Fast Thanks. and the Furious. And we sat down, we watched The Hateful Eight, and it was so slow, but they heard how good The Revenant was, and they went and watched The Revenant, and they were like, it was such a slow movie, but we didn't mind it. And I was like, okay, well, let's watch The Hateful Eight. Quentin Tarantino is quite slow. And I was, like, getting them prepped, and I was like, now it's going to be bloody, like, it's a Quentin Tarantino film. And they sat down, and, like, mum had to look away in a lot of scenes, but I, but we, like... Mm. Everyone loved it. Like, the whole, like, beer-pouring scene and, like, the whole, like, just in the end when it all breaks down after all that build-up, Dad was like, that was so good. Like, you just had you on the edge of your seat and it just mm. all breaks down and it's, it's not just... It's not self-gratification by instantly getting a piece of action. Mm. It's mm. not two pieces of dialogue and then jumping yeah, straight he builds, into it. He builds stuff up. He makes you chase that reaction. Mm. He makes you want it. He's like got you on the edge of your seat. He'll he'll hint it, and then you'll be like, "When's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? Yeah. When's it gonna happen?" And he'll keep you reeled in until right at the end, he'll let you go, and he'll fucking bait you back in again, and then do it. <laughs> and he'll like mess you up. Like my favorite Quentin Tarantino scene 
And one of my favorite scenes in filmmaking ever is in um, Inglorious Bastards, mm. where they're at the bar. Oh yes, the bar is the bar amazing. scene where he yeah, orders yeah, yeah. the he orders a drink and he puts up the wrong hand and he his bluff is called. He's and then we got gun on balls, gun on balls. You know, one person shoots, the other person shoots, and everyone's shooting each other up in the bar. <laughs> everyone's fucking dead except for two people. Like, there's like ten minutes of build up, mm. and you get to know the characters in the scene. You get to know that kid. That man has a fucking kid on the way. You get to know, you know, the life story of a few different random people. Mm. You get to know these characters and their objectives and like their super objectives within life yeah. and what they want to be and it just gets broken down subtly over and over mm. until it just devolves into a fucking shootout and everyone dies everyone you just spent like a you know an egregious amount of time learning about just dies and except for like two people and then the other one dies too so i love that scene because it's just it's so unlike any other filmmaker where mm. you you learn about someone and then they just fucking die like they're like they're human <laughs> like they're human and yeah. you have such a build-up but it's just like reeling you in and then the the payoff is so minimal compared to the build-up mm. which is such a it's like and i think that's why he has such a following because it's such cinematography foreplay it's like doing so much foreplay before you actually get into mm. the sex. It's the, it's, it's just teasing his writing. Yeah, it's like, and his dialogue. Yeah. and everything. It's just teasing and teasing and teasing, mm. and then you finally it get to it. it. Mm. Just, like the Hateful Eight is the only movie that they don't have. He normally writes the music. Yeah, like it's soundtracks. Well. Soundtracks like Kill Bill. and like Kill Bill. Yeah, mm. you he he writes to the. Like sketches his record player and he goes yeah. and he writes in like a pool or something like that. But then, but with Hateful Eight, he was just he couldn't do that because he wanted to sort of get uh, Etro Menorama. Fuck, he's he's a great Western uh, conductor, mm. like uh, scorer, composer. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Composer, yeah. And they in that Django Unchained, which is awesome, but mm. um. He that guy did also did some score, but yeah. he sort of went. Ah, I don't really want to come back and do another Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm. But then they convinced him, and the whole movie is pretty much scored with this like the undertone yeah. of a suspense western. Mm. Yeah, and it's yeah, it is pretty masterful how that's done. But so many, and I actually like. Um, there was a movie that just that just recently came out that used silence really effectively as well. The Quiet Place, a yeah, Quiet Place. Yeah, I think that yeah. that movie uses silence to its advantage a lot, and it's it's a very contrasting difference to what we're seeing in, in loud big explosions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a I horror like movie that. that uses creepy, but not yeah. It's, it uses, you know, just the build-up as yeah. for it. Which is good. It's like, I'm glad that horror movies are becoming self-aware of what they need to do to become successful. Like, once Get Out set a stable, it's been like, okay, let's set the, let's set the they've, bar. They've let's gone go past, like, the kind of 
cheesy. Yeah. I hate Cabin in the Woods. That's yeah, I, I really didn't like that either. We, we, did we watch that together? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. So many people So many people love that. It. I'm like, it's I no found good. it so cheesy. It was, yeah. it was disgusting. Like, I didn't like it. No. I, and everyone's like, oh, it's self-aware that it's cheesy, and that's why it's good. Because you can it enjoy is, it. Yeah. But like, if you want your fan base to be self-aware that it's cheesy, mm-hmm. they could watch any movie and just be self-aware that it's cheesy, right? Yeah. I don't like, feel like the movie actually Just because the movie goes has to, to be on the nose about it, that it takes itself so seriously yeah. to be on the nose that it is in, in itself like a joke. Like, mm. I don't find it a good film. Mm. I find it very cheesy and tacky and I didn't have fun watching mm. it. I get, like, I preferred, like, Annabelle. And I haven't seen that. It's, it's alright. It's mm. like in the vein of The Conjuring, but yeah, it's, very, it's like a prequel. It's, it's very it's, 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 it's in the cheesy. universe. Yeah, yeah. The the have you universe seen it? Right no, I'm the only one seen it. S- it's a very. Wait, I saw Conjuring with you as well. We watched that and Cabin in the Woods yeah. the same day. Yeah. yeah. God. One was much better than the other. <laughs> yeah, The Conjuring was was a lot better. Yeah, was but even then, The Conjuring still had its tacky moments. But yeah, yeah. Actually, there's a Daniel Radcliffe film. Um, Is it the first one? It's the, so hard to watch the it. Black I'm going to have to go soon. Woman or something like that? Pretty much now. But... Oh, I don't know. Anyway. That's good. But let's wrap things up. We're wrapping this up. We're at an, an hour and 26 minutes. Oh, Yeet. my God. So thank you for watching the... Watching, Even listening. Listening to <laughs> Dirt on Left Podcast. Let's wrap ears. it off. So James, do you have a Twitter? No. Then... Who do you think I am? I don't have a, I don't have a Twitter. I have a... Follow me on fucking Instagram. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, don't follow him on Instagram. And Bye. goodbye.